Hey, Street Fight friends and family, guys, gals, non-binary pals, those of you just tuning in for the first time, welcome <clears throat> to our uh, happy little shit show of Dissent and Disruption. Uh, we do this every single week, Wednesday nights at 6 p.m.-ish. And Sunday nights at 8 p.m.-ish, you can watch Street Fight Radio and even watch the stream over at twitch.tv slash streetfightradio where you can chat with people as they watch. Um, maybe, you know, we say your username on the show and you help us rein it in a little bit. You know, we need that sometimes. So please sign up twitch.tv slash streetfightradio and come hang with the gang. Act orangutan. Uh, we'll be uh, taking calls tonight because it is Sunday, so that number to dial is 614-655-3887. We'll be here a while until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single week. We're taking calls from you. Let us know what's up. Uh, my name is Brent. My co-host is Brian. And if you want more of Street Fight, you can find it at patreon.com slash Radio where lots of extra stuff is coming. More than you probably ever wanted, but we've got the reach around table um, about mutual masturbation amongst men. We've got the- It's about a TV show. Oh, Jack Reacher, sorry. He, Reacher's, is Reacher It's doing just Reacher, Re he doesn't even like to be called Jack. He's just Reacher. Just, yeah, just call me Reacher. His mom called him Reacher. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a little bit of lore you might not have known. Wow, yes. and I feel there's egg all over my face. Now. His name is Jack in real life, Jack Reacher, but his mom, everybody calls him Reacher, and I, he tells people to call him Reacher. He was Jack Mehoff, and he changed it to Jack Reacher. Yes, yes, uh, Reacher Round Table, not Reach a Round Table, and it, it'll probably be out. I'm hoping to get it out Tuesday. It'll be on a free feed, so everybody can hear it. Then you can watch video of it on the uh, Patreon. Uh, we'll have clips of uh, the TV show, which is, I got to say, TV show of the year for me currently, and maybe for the rest of my life. It is like kind of like, uh, it, I like it in the same way I like the, the Fast and the Furious movie. It's like Fast and the Furious style stuff. It's like goofy. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, my favorite thing, I think my favorite thing in like movies and entertainment is a movie like where every person in the movie is extremely stupid, but they're also the smartest people in the world of the movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like the perfect uh, type of guy thing that I like. In movies, Sons of Anarchy's like that. Like, they're all the smartest guys in the room, but they're also like extremely in any other world, they'd be the stupidest people on the planet. Sure. So, but yeah, I think if you go back on the fuck, it would have been the free feed two or three weeks ago, you'll hear the preview episode of Reacher Roundtable. Um, I'm gonna try and get you episode one. Uh Tuesday or Thursday, or no, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that. And um, what I would suggest is just for fun, watch the damn TV show. You know, you can pirate that motherfucker, even because I know you guys, I have Amazon Prime television, of course, because I have all of them uh, 
I am coming close to uh, canceling Netflix. Wow. I'm real close. I don't think I'm going to. I might, though. They're on such a You should a go protest. Fucking, they are on... Well, I'm telling you right now. I had a... This has been the shittiest part of the past three days for me. So I turn on Netflix to watch this thing about this vegan that was incredible. It was about a con man. Okay. That conned this fucking vegan restaurant owner that's like rich you know what i'm talking about like like the fucking damn thing starts out with howard stern talking about how he went there and ate and like alec baldwin eats there and owen wilson eats there and she the owner of it this woman meets this guy on the fucking inner on twitter and he's like a alec baldwin reply guy and alec baldwin's a kind of his reply guy okay, so sort they- of situation you know they like talk to each other. They know each other. One of Alec Baldwin's favorite reply guys. Yes, 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 yes. They're buddies, right? Well, they never met each other, but they were reply guy. You see them on Twitter, right? Talking Re- to each other all the time. Reply guy. So she's like, he must be safe. You know, he must be cool. Yeah, he's vetted. Um, she meets him. Uh, first thing he does, which if I could just give one bit of advice to people out there dating, uh, if. And, and I know I don't know anything about dating. I'm not saying I do. But if somebody tells you they're a secret agent, they're not. Oh, yeah. A, they're you can't just, do that. Yeah, get out. Just get, get out no, of immediately. Never. And if somebody tells you they're a secret agent, and then you find out they've been arrested for impersonating a police officer, that's another like enormous red flag. Yeah. There's, you know, there's people that'll say like, uh, somebody that doesn't use a coaster, that's a red flag. Not the biggest red flag. <laughs> no. This stuff is the ones that you just break contact immediately. <laughs> yeah. You just, uh, 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 there aren't a lot of secret agents. Okay. And that's just what I'm going to say. Uh, so he's gone all the And time. they're terrible to, if they were to tell <laughs> every person that they want to sleep with on Tinder, that they're a secret agent, they wouldn't be one for very long. I don't think. <laughs> Thank you. So this guy fucking, they start dating uh, for a while and he's never around, dude. Uh-huh. He's never around. And she's like, he must be a secret agent because he's, you know, out of the country fighting the war. As it goes on, this guy like convinces her that he's working for a secret like Illuminati group. And that she has to wire him money so that she can be a part of the secret Illuminati group Mm -hmm. and her dog can live forever. Ooh. Those are the things he's offering. Exciting. And she, he got $1.7 million out of this woman. That's great. One and and she owned the restaurant. And she she, was dumb. She's, and she had it to lose. So who cares? Well, yeah, she went to jail. Too. What? Because he had her embezzling the money out of the fucking restaurant. The fucking people that worked there weren't getting paid for a period oh, okay. of time. See now, All kinds yeah. of shit. But Sorry. One point seven million dollars to a guy that says he can make your dog live forever is the craziest because the guy is such a stupid con man too. But all he does is he calls her and says, "Hey, can you send me um." She sent me $17,000 and she'll be like, oh, I don't know. You know, I shouldn't really send you $17,000. And this fucking dude is like, uh, well, I guess you don't want to live forever then. 
<laughs> yeah. And then she sends him the money every time. And it was just, it's a, it's such a nutty fucking he's, story. So he's incredible at making love. No, I don't. Be. She said they didn't even really have sex. Very what? They, 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 it wasn't like a physical relationship. Oh, wow. They didn't even like make out or hold hands or anything like that. It oh, was shit. just kind of like, she just really like thought in him he was she thought she believed that she got secret information from the universe yes like hi i'm one of the seers i've pierced the veil i've broken through i have the secrets to immortality for animals yeah and she was like oh my god i knew it i knew i was chosen that's why i have all this money that's why i've succeeded so much is because the world picked me to be successful and now i've finally been chosen to join the private Club. So it's wild because in the end, what ends up fucking happening is that like they end up going on a run for like a year, uh, taking off, and what ends up happening. That's exciting. That would that's fun. That's exciting. Yeah. I'd love to be on the run. Wouldn't you love to be on the run with Katie? Just for like just like hiding your six identity. Or yeah, something? staying in hotels, making sure no one doesn't see you, and like yeah. It well, would, they, you know where they ended up was really fucking funny. I was cracking up. Uh, where they ended up, where they ended up getting arrested was a Fairfield Inn in Pigeon Forge. Oh. Which I think is the same Fairfield Inn that one guy got busted at a Fairfield Inn doing in Pigeon Forge acting like he was working for the FBI, dude. I'm <laughs> 99% sure. Yeah. Same hotel. So yeah. people just go to Pigeon Forge to be criminals, just, I think. Just to lie about... <laughs> being a law enforcement secret law enforcement <laughs> yeah. just use their secret law enforcement discounts yeah that, yeah i guess there's that's magic in the hills you know like you just the people there still believe that there's secret agents running around protecting us all yeah. like that's that's a straight up like that's a pre-internet move where you could just be like hey hey i'm undercover right now you seem like you're you seem like you got a good head on your shoulders let me let me uh, tell you what the situation is. Well, that's I, the- I need about five hundred dollars from you right now. I just got rolled in the you know by some gang member. <laughs> yeah, because I ended up getting Discovery Plus and watching these doc these true because they have a lot of con man shit on there, and I love that stuff. I yeah. could watch a hundred con men, and there is this con man guy that started a carpet cleaning business when he was God, he was 17, 16. His name's Barry Minkow. He started a comic, uh, a cleaning business, but then he went to a PR agent and said, "Like, hey, I'm a 16 year old. I own a business." So they start putting him on the news. So then he starts saying he has these big contracts with uh, federal companies where he's going to be making a bunch of money. He built, uh, he built like banks out of like 50 million dollars. Amazing. Before Love he it. was like 25. Yeah, <laughs> he went to jail. The guy got out, goes right to the church. I'm a Christian now. I'm a total fucking Christian. Bilks the church out of millions and millions. Rock and roll. Yes. I love it. And now he's out of jail again. He got caught. He's out of jail again. And and we're just watching this thing. And like he's like, Yeah, I'm clean, man. I'm just trying to make the world a better place. I'm working at this homeless shelter that I that I got running. I'm like, that homeless shelter yeah. about to fucking run out of a bunch of money. He's doing the same exact thing. But that guy, man, like, I think he probably ended up with like a hundred million dollars. And it's just like con men. 
I don't know. I know it can't last forever. That's the only yeah. problem. I would love to be a con man, but it 1000% can't last forever. You just keep using the you just keep using the power too much. You yeah. you just take people over until it becomes too obvious and then you're in jail. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, it's hard to it's hard to stop doing it. Yeah, you, you get addicted to it. Yeah, I guess like, like or you're just compelled. I mean, I think I think they're compelled. I don't think they they don't mean to. I just think they see how obvious it is to exploit everybody and do it. And that's what the world is. I mean, that's all I've been taught from when I was a kid was to exploit every advantage and every person around you. Yeah, and and like I think that like what ends up happening with a lot of these guys and I know it would happen with me too. You never can have enough money. So right. if I like made a million dollars, I and I knew I could make another one million dollars. Right. I'd spend the it's whole spent. million. The first one million spent. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that first million was a practice million. <laughs> I gotta get stuff shored up, uh, and then when I next might make my next million, and I'm actually a millionaire. I'm done. I'm totally done. I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fucking go buy a Lamborghini. Yeah. And then you're fucking looking at your Lamborghini, and you're like, I don't even need nothing else, man. I just got a fucking Lamborghini. Everything's going fucking great. And then you buy a second Lamborghini. <laughs> And you're like, I don't need nothing else, man. I got this second Lamborghini. Oh, I need a house, though. Yeah. So I got to get, you know, this much money to buy a house that I shouldn't even have. Because it's like, that's the other thing about con artists is they have to hide that money from the government. Yeah. It just seems like so much, dude. And it's just like, you're always on the edge. I feel like you're always on the edge of getting caught in those situations where you're just sort of running away. You're like on the run from the day it kind of becomes successful. Right. Like that carpet cleaning guy, man, the first time he borrowed $100 million off of a bank for a fucking carpet cleaning business, dude. And like he started running out of money. So he would break into his own business and steal everything and then claim it on the insurance. And yeah, like he was just like he was doing all the crimes. And like so the bank, he he took it public. That's how he got caught. Uh-huh. He took his carpet business public on the stock exchange. And they were like, well, you can't go public unless we, you know, we check out the work you're doing. So he rented out five floors of a building, mm. paid all the security guards at the building to act like they know him as he walked in. So they're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Stuff like that. And he took them on a tour. They just, they, they like made a television set almost of a carpet cleaning business. And I was just so, once that happened, then they went public and then it was just like he was busted almost immediately. Just people were just like, I don't I don't yeah. know how a carpet cleaning business is making is going public. And the carpet cleaning place was called ZZZZ Best Par- Carpet Cleaning. No. No. Because he wanted it to be the last name in carpet cleaning. Right? Like, Z, 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 Z. We're the last name in carpet cleaning. <laughs> that was his thing. So he did the opposite of our AAA carpet cleaning or quadruple A. Yeah. They want to be the first a. name. But I think the last name is better. Uh, for negative, for pessimists? or Well, no. I, just, I feel like also, I think it's because when you're, you maybe if you're looking at like the AAA from another category, all of a sudden now you're back, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How about just don't... How about just name your fucking business a name? 
Like, none of it works. I will never, I will never frequent an AAAA business. Okay. Ever. Wow. There is no oh. chance. It doesn't, it's untrustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just can't even, I can't express how, go ahead, name your fucking business AAAA carpet cleaning. And sure, maybe some lazy person that doesn't feel like turning the page or whatever can do it. Yeah. But back then, dude, no, I, it just, that just, that naming convention is that naming convention is for scams. That's all it's for people that figure stuff out like that. I think like, that's what Craigslist has so many of like Craigslist is basically a website to go to get scammed now. Like every time I'm on there, it's yeah. like nothing. Like when you look for an apartment to rent and they're all the same place, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like there's 15 entries of the same apartment complex, but with different prices and different names. It's just like, it just, that kind of stuff. I, I just, I guess I'm just like a mainstream guy. I, I like to go to the mainstream companies. If I'm getting my fucking carpet cleaned, I'm getting my carpet cleaned by Stanley Steamer. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that the number one? Yeah. In carpet cleaning? I would think so. You know a better one? No. I. Boom. Stanley Steamer. Best carpet cleaning place out there. The uh, only, because the only one we know. Yeah. Well, but, so I brought all this up because I, I put Netflix on to watch that vegan thing. Right? Uh-huh. Fucking comes up on the screen. Hey, we're raising our price to $19.99 a month. Ooh. They got wow. a message across the screen. I looked at that and I said, when's the last good thing I watched on this thing? And $19.99 a month, way too much. Yeah, it's steep. Way too much for a streaming service. It just is. But so I'm like looking at Katie. I'm looking at Gwen. I'm like, I'm going to cancel this thing. But then I don't have the guts to do. I don't. I can't pull the trigger. I mean, I don't. I mean, it is the cent. They have centered themselves. I mean, they are a name brand. They're like Band-Aid, you know? Yeah. They're the name of streaming. It's like it's like calling the Xbox a Nintendo. Like you call your Paramount Plus, Plus Netflix. But I feel like there's like 10 different better. Like HBO they, Max They control better. stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. They control comedy. They The true crime have, stuff is pretty good on there. They have a shitload. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not advertising for them, but I also, I don't know. I, just, I, I guess it's hard for me because I just people do have to get paid for this stuff, and it's like the same thing with gasoline. Everything in this country is way too cheap because we're ripping everybody off. Yeah. So twenty dollars a month does seem like a lot, but that's because they're ripping people off and ruining people and like overworking them and stealing from them. It's just when I'm looking at twenty dollars a month on one of the services. And then I look at my bank account and Hulu's $33 a month. Yeah. Like I have hit just with two of these services, I've hit $55 a month. Well, that's four services actually, because Hulu comes with ESPN plus Showtime and Disney plus. So that's three things, $33 for that $20 for Netflix. And then the rest of them are somewhere. I think I'm paying more than I paid for cable now. I'm almost positive I'm paying more than I paid for cable now. Yeah. And I just can't bring myself to cancel anything. I can't do it. Every time I go to do it, I'm just like, maybe I will let Mike teach me how to pirate. Yeah, you have to, you have to need your shows. 
I just need stuff to watch. I don't want to fucking pirate stuff. I hate pirating. I, I not because I want to not because I hate stealing or I'm against pirating, but because it is the biggest pain in the ass in the whole entire world to find what you want. None of the you can't get a Roco TV and it says, "Would you like to pirate instead of pay?" and then you just <laughs> choose that option and watch whatever you want. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You got to fucking you first of all you came and have an Apple TV, you got to hook a goddamn fucking computer up. Right. To your TV, which is that's already. You need a Usenet group. Yeah, you need, you need an FTP. Uh, you need to get one of those fucking uh, uh, VPNs yep. that I will never be able to figure out how to work. I bought one one time, be, and then I got a refund three hours after I bought it, by the way, which was because <laughs> I bought it, and I found out you couldn't use it for your Apple TV, and I was like, mm, I got to cancel. This yeah. is worthless. Because I got it so I could watch uh, wrestling on a VPN. Um, so... I could rent the passwords out. That is a smart idea. Benjamin Alexander in the chat said you could rent out your passwords. That's true. Pay for access. Because, man, I have a we lot do have, of I passwords. Mean, Brandon and Sarah are good for that. Yeah. They they do, they'll in. come and just give you money, too, when yeah. you're hanging out. They'll just give us 40 bucks sometimes because they're like, we're using all your passwords. <laughs> we don't even fucking know what they're using. I know. <laughs> I now know what they're using because, like, I'll open up HBO Max and somebody watched The Gilded Age, which is like a Downton Abbey for the yeah. United States. And I'm like, that is nobody in my house <laughs> is watching that. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I had a I had a, a great week um, since the last show. Um, I made a new dad friend. Oh, yeah! As soon as like the sun started shining, uh, I went to the playground, and it was he's a dude in like the same exact situation as me. It was amazing. Like he was like I he was like I got divorced after COVID. My wife makes twice as much money. She lives in a house. My kid hates my fucking shitty apartment that we're in. <laughs> He was talking about like uh, making food, making like food for his dog, which I used to do for spec back in the day. Uh, yeah, he was a cool dude. Is he? Uh, uh, and it was at the at the at the playground for school. Are yeah, you doing was, playground uh, after school shit? Yeah, That's I picked nice. her up. I yeah, that. and let him that play. Was, that was some of my favorite days. Back when my daughter was like in first kindergarten, first, second, and third grade, you go to playground, you hang out with all the moms. Yeah, chat it up. You know, they tell yeah. you everybody's a cr sex criminal right. that's walking by, and then yeah, you go home. I I did it every single day. Yeah, for those early days, especially when it's warm out. Yeah, I've decided not no more outside when it's cold. I'm just done with it. You really? You're just a shut in. I'm just sick and tired of being cold. It's over. I'm not going to take walks anymore if it's cold outside. It just ain't going to happen. I hate it. I'm waiting until it gets warm, and then I'm going to take walks again. Yeah. This working out has changed my whole outlook. Yeah, that also seems to be the general aging thing. Like, I used to ride my bike 365 days a year, and then now I'm like, I'm only going to do it when it's comfortable, to be honest. Like, I'm going to do it when I feel great and when it feels good, and I'll do other things. Yeah. Um, I also went – oh, so I did have a good time. This is this is uh, opposite of the Rocky Horror Sitch. Uh, I went to that Bossy Girls pinup joint. And watched Shrek burlesque. Oh my god, Shrek! <laughs> Shrek? Were they putting on like Shrek? They though she had she had a Shrek bald cap with the ears on. 
and then took it all the way down to the ground. Yeah, I would go to that. I would. It was fun. It was the best time ever. I also somehow like. I, I had a $100 bill in my pocket, and I was like, oh, my God, just give me cash right now. So I was just throwing money the whole night. It was so fucking fun. It was the best. Damn. But there was – I don't know. Actually, I want to hear from people. I didn't throw money at the dancers. I just threw it on the stage. But people were being really polite and just, like, making little tents out of the dollars and putting them on the stage. But I feel like I, I maybe I brought too much of the uh, strip club. Yeah, I don't think they do strip club style throwing money is fun though and everybody i think it's like confetti yeah like if you if it's thrown if you rip your top off and then i throw a dollar in the air it looks good yeah 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 i agree i i i used to love going lord farquad there was also dudes it was guys gals non-binary pals uh was there donkey was there a donkey there was no donkey oh god they just probably yeah he could have came out with a parfait and everything yeah yeah there was they did principal they had they basically it was it was basically the theme was not disney so it was just any animated movie that wasn't disney there was a b movie dancer it was great i recommend it yeah yeah it It sounds fun time i mean i i went to the the burlesque once in chicago it was the best yeah, you burlesque saw the best in the world. You saw the best there is. There is no better burlesque than this <laughs> yep. show I went to for yep. real. It's like a big deal. And I had like listen, the people were very nice. The there. Fly Honey show. Yeah. People were very nice there. There was a lot of nice people. It is not maybe my style of thing that I enjoy. But I went and I saw it. I'm so. going. In June. Okay. Brand, All right. Brand is getting me tickets, so I will be there. Damn. Fly Honey Show in June. I want to. I I, I want to go. I was gonna go to wrestling, in maybe still gonna go in August for what Labor Day weekend to see All Out. Oh, in Chicago. Year. Yeah, because it was so good last year, and I didn't go. I've been to wrestling in a long time. It's like Pittsburgh next month. Oh, Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, on four twenty. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I want them to come here. I'm kind of like, with 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 AEW, they play the same places over and over and over again. I'm really hoping that kind of fucking cools out after the last, like, pay-per-view they had the worst audience of all time because they were in fucking Florida for the three fucking thousandth time. Uh and and like the people were just like I don't I don't fucking care about this anymore. I've seen it <laughs> like the it's like a house show at this point. Really? So, yeah, 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 yeah. There were like all these really great matches that got fucked up by the audience being awful, uh, just not getting up for stuff. Like if you can't get up for fucking John Moxley versus Brian Danielson, you're a fucking loser. Okay. And then the next night or the then on Wednesday night another Florida show, people did the what chant to Eddie Kingston of all people. Made me very mad. I hate Florida now. That's disrespectful as fuck. Don't go to Florida. Don't go to Texas. Uh, play. Go anywhere else, basically, because people would be very happy to see you if they did that. But I want them to come to Columbus, man. I want to see a hometown, you know, somewhere right in the middle of the pay per view. But they could come to Columbus for something right in the middle of the pay per view cycle and not really give us anything like they did when they did Cleveland. When we went to see Dynamite in Cleveland, they didn't give a shit. We didn't get nothing at that show. We just got a wrestling show. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought I swallowed some glass. My fucking rim of my bottle broke. I didn't feel it myself swallow it, but... If it's small enough that you swallowed it, you might be okay. I don't know. Sure. If you... Check your shit later. I'm just trying to find the chunk. Check your shit and piss later and see if there's blood in it. Oh, I don't want to pee out a piece of glass. Well, it's not that bad. I've peed out a kidney stone before. It's just kind of like... People think it sucks. It's kind of like... Oh, no, I'm going to be gross here. Kind of like that weird feeling. It hurts. Kidney stones hurt really bad. I'm not saying they don't hurt really bad, but they hurt your back. The actual pissing it out part, uh, that feeling is more like like after you nut and you have to pee and you got a little backlog and it's got to knock that little backlog out. Uh-huh. That's really how that feels. It's not too bad. Okay. But I don't think you ate glass. But I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't taste. I would have freaked out more. I would have tasted the glass. I'm just looking for the little piece of glass. Where is the glass, please? I want to know. All right. We have a bunch of calls. Fucking get them on, baby. Let's oh, get it on. my headphones on. Remember the dude from Celebrity Deathmatch? Well, isn't that the guy from UFC? Yeah. Let's get it on. Yeah. God, UFC used to be so good before it turned into a sport. I know. Before people trained specifically for UFC, when they would just let any old person that thought they could fight, that thought they trained the most in like kung fu or fucking fucking street brawling. Remember that big fat guy that gets chopped right in the middle of the face and goes down like a ton of bricks? That's like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I have seen a lot of fucking crazy shit in my life, but that guy just fucking standing up like I'm going to crush this. Because he thought he was going to crush that guy. There's no way. He thought he was going to grab him and then lay on him and the fight would be over. And the guy just is like a karate guy and he just fucking chops him right in the face. And the guy's like, just falls down. It was such good times, man. When Tank Abbott was a guy. Yeah. Like he was the shit. He stunk at fighting, but he (laughs) liked him because he was fucking... You know, taking punches and throwing haymakers. I love them. Also, love Butterbean. Who did him? God rest his soul. All right. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey, it's, it's Nick. How you going? Nick, you know what? I was just reading. Um, I, I was just reading uh, uh, the menu. I didn't see it when you sent it to me. The menu for Taco Bell in New Zealand. I feel for you. I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine what good food costs would be my question. <laughs> oh, it's insane, man. I was thinking about that earlier as well because, like, I'm, I'm sad that we don't have some of the food that you have in the States. So we've got, like, there's good New Zealand food. We've got, like, meat pies and sausage rolls and stuff, which, like, to me, a meat pie seems like something Americans would love because it's just, like, uh, ground beef and, and cheese inside pastry. Okay. And it's amazing. And you sort of think about fast food in the States and it fit really well there. But um, I don't know. I, I think there's a few New Zealanders and Australians that have started restaurants in like New York and stuff. Meat pie. Anyway. Meat pie. But yeah. I, would, I, I think the thing that people always like about American food is that we have disgusting junk food that it, like really excites people, you know? Yeah. I mean, Runza is pretty close to a meat pie that we have here. I would say. Runza. Uh, what is it, Brett? Runza. It's uh it's basically like a, a R U N Z A. It's like a you basically you make dough 
and you stuff it full of ground beef, cabbage, onions, cheddar cheese, and mustard, and then you bake it. <laughs> and it's like it's the fucking best. And in, like in Kansas, there's a whole fast kinda, food place. Yeah, that kind of looks like a sausage roll. I'm just looking at photos. Okay. Now. Um, yeah, and then all through yeah, West anyway, Virginia, it's, it's like when you, West like, Virginia does it too. Pepperoni rolls are real big there. You can get them at every fucking gas station. Sorry, I said um, pepperoni. Yeah, like meat pies are probably the most unhealthy thing. I think New Zealand sort of sits just below America in terms of like uh, obesity. Um, I mean, we got them world. crazy foods here. We got, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I'll run this by you guys, maybe. I was thinking, what if? And look, you guys can all shoot me down if you think this is a bad idea. Just remember, this is my dream. Okay? Here we go. Fruity Pebbles. Instead of Fruity, Pizza. Pizza Pebbles? Pizza Pebbles. And then you put Pepsi in instead of milk. Oh, my God. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You getting, That sounds pretty good, right? I think be they like can a sell it. Savory, it'd be fourth meal type shit. Yeah. Like a savory, quick dish. Yeah, people love savory food, man. Like... And, and there are cereal with like, yeah, I, I, ranch I, milk. That's <laughs> what I was thinking yesterday. I was like, why aren't there any savory cereals? Yeah. Like, what is that about? That's bullshit. Nobody's thought about Pizza Pebbles. I think it seems like a genius idea. Pizza I mean, Pebbles. G- cheeseburger Pebbles. <laughs> Basically any of the Pringles flavors. Pebbles. Yeah, or combos. <laughs> Everybody in the chat. That should be illegal. That sounds awful. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'd try it. I think you should put some like beef broth in with your like cornflakes, man. See how it goes. Yeah, my feeling though, seriously, overall, like Australia, New Zealand, like we're hand in hand with America. Like y'all are definitely brothers and sisters and them bees to to me. Like you are hillbillies, like cra- like y'all have real hillbillies. Like, British people make zero fucking sense. I don't get any of their stuff. Their trash people are on a different world. But, like, (laughs) New Zealanders, when it comes to, like, dirty rock and roll and just, like, having a fuck-it-ass lifestyle, I think that we're, like, on the same page. I mean, like, I totally agree. And um, I never used TikTok before, but, like, I've just liked all of that because we've got a huge like gang presence in New Zealand and I was just like liking all of the videos from the Black Power and Mongrel Mob gangs in New Zealand and like they do some crack up shit. I used to work in like this um this liquor store a bottle shop in um in the regions up in the North Island and like dudes would just like trade uh carcasses of deer and pigs and shit that they'd been hunting in the drive store of the liquor store. It was fucking crack up, man. Like wow. there's, some, there's some real weird shit in New Zealand for sure. I actually found. Yeah, I, I was also on Mongrel Talk recently too. <laughs> Very weird. What is Mongrel Talk? The Mongrels are like a biker gang in New Zealand, but they Grol? Mongrel. Mongrel. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got the Mongols. Yeah, like a, like a mongrel, mongrel dog. Yeah, like their their iconography is a bulldog, and um, yeah, they're called the Mongrel Mob, and it's, they it's got their face the tatted. Gang in New Zealand, I saw it for sure. It's through tattoo people because I get tattoo TikToks all the time and they get their whole faces done. Nice. Nice. Like, yeah, it was with- funny because I, like, 
There's a traditional Māori tattoo, which is, you know, like full face, like traditional tattoo, but these dudes will just have full on, like, Mongrel with a bulldog. And, um, like, they're a Māori gang, which is funny because, like, their iconography comes from the 70s and it was all just to be as shocking as possible. So they're a whole bunch yeah. of, like, brown dudes, but they all have swastikas all over their faces. Which yeah, is pretty pretty fucking weird. That's what ours was too. Fucking biker meth, you know, shake and bake crank. Like that that's why I said like we're we're tight. We got the same stuff going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like I found it really funny you were talking about the documentary before that like um the dude ended up in that town like next to Dollyville and I found the funniest thing was that like he didn't know what to do with this like situation he got himself and so he was just playing call of duty <laughs> for like three weeks in this horrible motel in um tennessee yeah yeah he and like once they got busted and then people were like that motherfucker because he had told this late he i love that he told that lady that the the whatever the alien people are right grace no, this guy was just this crazy thing. When he told that lady that they they needed him to be f- big, so he was just fucking slamming down pizzas, man. He gained like fucking two hundred pounds or something like that because he was just like, "That's part of it, man. I gotta be." Oh big. yeah, he said that he was pizza. Yeah, they got busted because they ordered a Domino's pizza. That's what, it, and she was like a vegan lady, uh... and. uh so, yeah, that's how they got busted. I mean, I honestly, when I watched it, it, it's really weird. There are a lot of things you like. It felt to me like she was definitely in on it. You know what I mean? Like she was also conning everybody, but it didn't make sense. The only thing that doesn't make sense to me is like if you have the business and you have the money, why con the the investors? But I mean, I just think there are some people that got to steal. Like, they just fucking got to steal. She filed for bankruptcy, like, before all this shit happened. Like, if you read up online, because I watched it too, and I was like, you know, with all the workers, like, protesting against her and stuff, like, apparently before she met the dude, she filed for bankruptcy, and she was in for a whole bunch of shit. And, like, it was only her story being told. So there's some, some rank shit going on. Like, I didn't get a good vibe from her either, but she was definitely manipulated by that dude. It's yeah, like, I just a TV show that probably didn't need to be like four hours long, though, for sure. For sure. But I just think I guess like what I'm saying, what I always think of this stuff is like there are people that are born and they are going to steal for their whole life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yep. they're not going to stop there. Even if they have five billion dollars, they got a lot of that from stealing. Like there are just people who have to steal. They can't you it 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 I I don't want to call it like a disease. It's just like I think the if you steal at a very young age and you realize like oh shit I can just get stuff and not pay it pay for it. I think that gets you so excited that you're just gonna do it for the rest of your life. Because I got caught stealing. Well, this is kind of fucked up because you look you look at the stuff like con con all these people out of money and stuff, and then you look at like. I don't know, any boss you've ever had or, like, fucking Jeff Bezos and shit, and they're all just, like, dragons sitting on a pile of money. Like, they're doing ethically exactly the same stuff as this dude did. It's just on a larger scale, and we put one person into a pot and the other into another one, and, like, there's no ethical difference. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, because it's such a micro scale, like, that dude 
just ringing up his in-laws or emailing his like wife's mum and being like, can I have like $400,000 please? That was crazy. Fucking crack up. I don't think if I, um, if, that's a, if, I, if I rung my, my, my girlfriend's mum or dad and asked for like a hundred bucks, they'd probably say like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. Why are you even talking to me? If I, if I contacted my wife's parents, they'd be like, what? I, why are you even talking to us? I'd never be able to ask them for $40. They don't even have 40 fucking dollars. Uh, but yeah, th- that was also wild, man. Dude was just, and all he was doing was gambling. I think that's what was the craziest thing for me. <laughs> but like, I'll say this. It's fun to gamble. I But he was really gambling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, it's fun to gamble. It would be fun to really gamble. Like with a, a million dollars. Yes, gambling. I would love it. Yeah. Um, Lose it all, <laughs> but throw it away. I stole. So when I was in fifth grade, fourth grade, uh, me and I would go to the grocery store in my neighborhood and steal cigarettes and then go up in a tree and smoke them. Right. Not really smoking, yeah. though. You know, like like. Not inhaling or anything. It Popping just, on them? Yeah, it was just like, oh, well, you know, it's neat. I'm smoking cigarettes like adults do. And uh, I started stealing candy. And I stole a pack of Bart Simpson gum. And I stole it so badly because, like, my 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 technique was I went to the candy aisle. I grabbed the Bart Simpson gum. And then I walked with it to a different aisle, which is suspicious already. You know, if you're just a kid, like what are you doing in the dog food aisle? Sure. Sort of thing. Uh, and I stuck it in my fanny pack too. <laughs> so it's like, it, it wasn't even like, I, I, I should have, if I wanted to steal, put it down my pants because they can't look down your pants. But instead, I put it right where you would put something that you're stealing. And I got caught. And that's really was the end of like my stealing career. And I have to think that if I fucking, if I had been successful in my stealing career that early on for like an extended amount of time, Uh I would fucking still be like really going off on the stealing. Uh You know what I mean? But now I'm like really cautious. And, and like the only way I'll really steal is by not ringing stuff up at the, at the cell checkout aisle i won't just put something in my pocket um and like even to the point where like if i go to the store and i didn't get a basket and i didn't get a cart and i'm just picking stuff up and i need somewhere to put something so i put it in my pockets Uh i fucking make sure everybody that works there sees me pulling it out of my pocket and going like this and paying for it like i'm like hands up you know what i mean i'm not stealing because i'm just i'm weirdly afraid to get caught i even know that they don't do anything to you yeah you don't have to worry about it at all you should be stealing the most uh what happened man remember like like the tiny toy little skateboards um, but I think they still sell them. When I was like ten years old, like ten years ago, Tech Decks um, in Kmart in New Zealand, like Tech like Deck. my friend stole one while I was there, and we both yeah Tech Decks. So my accent probably makes it sound fucking quite inappropriate, but um yeah like stole some and brag to the like 
dealing room of the Kmart and went through all that drama. And like, even though like ethically, especially in New Zealand, because the supermarkets are real fucked up here, um, would have no problem doing it. Like, I'm, I'm just fucking afraid, man. Like, I, I just can't do it. And, and it's, it's not ethically. It's just like I'm a big pussy, you know. Yeah, you got taken back. You got caught and taken back in the room. You said. The Kmart yeah, stealing like, room? like 10 years old. I was with a friend. I was with a friend and my mom, you know, <sighs> like the security guards take you back there and they're like, you know, sign the trespass notices and all that shit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That I, 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 the guy that caught me just said, I, these words ring out through my head all the time. He goes, oh, Bart Simpson. And then he's like, I never want to see you <laughs> in here again. Right. Mm. But like one of my top things to do in third, fourth and fifth grade or so was go to the store with my dad to get out of the house and to get him to buy me stuff. Uh But I couldn't go in the store no more. Right. So I just had to like make excuses of why I didn't want to go to the store. Or when I got to the store, I'd be like, I'll just wait in the car, you know? Sure. But it's like riding to the store with your dad just to wait in the car. Or I'd be like, can we go to Kroger instead of... Food center was the place. Can we go to Kroger instead of food center? He'd be like, I'm not going all the way to fucking Kroger. Food center's right down the street. So, like, I don't, I did not go back into food center for fucking three or four years. I was so scared they were going to remember me. I probably could have gone back in the next week. Yeah, they didn't have any idea who you were. Yeah. They didn't remember you at all. A 79 cent thing of fucking gum I stole. And, and just when the guy, I kept trying to say no. I paid for it. I, which he wouldn't. I was going to pay for it. I think I was saying I was going to pay for it. I was. I forgot I had it. Yeah, that's what I said. I forgot I put it in my fanny pack, and I was going to pay for it. It was like, no, you weren't. You was straight up stealing. This is the worst excuse in the world. But like, he didn't call the police, <laughs> which was really sort of. He didn't call the police. Didn't call my parents. So I really felt like I got off scot free at that point you nick, know nick do y'all go by the the english uh slang version of uh fanny where you're at yeah no they just mean um that means vagina dude. Yeah, right that's, that's, okay. we, we don't use it you don't i mean it's like it's like saying it's like saying diddle the penis or something or willy you know it's like it means okay. it, but no one it. it's a silly word for it yeah yeah but yeah yeah i mean it, i mean like we wouldn't say anything. We said bum bag, which is like ah, that doesn't. That's also that's so that's yeah, same thing really. Yeah. Brett, did you ever have to go back in the shoplifting room? <laughs> yeah, I did have to yeah. go in the shoplifting room <laughs> for stealing some IOU jeans. <laughs> how, how did you handle it? How bad was it? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, we got Stern talking to. Uh, we skated over to this Schottenstein's and. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, I stuffed some shorts into my bag and on the way out, this guy grabbed us, took us in the back and, uh, yeah, just said basically the same thing. Like we caught you on camera. We could send you to jail, basically explaining all the stuff we could do. He just called my parents, you know? Yeah. And, uh, this was also one of the worst times ever because my dad never left work for when we did stuff. My mom was busy or tied up. My dad had to come get me. Oh, shit. And uh, it was very weird because I also, as now the age that I'm at now, I know my dad is also a fucking thief. Yeah. But he was in some weird, like, 
I'm supposed to be a dad right now. And so he was like just talking so much shit at me. Like, I don't trust fucking thieves, man. I don't know what you're doing stealing because you can't hang around fucking thieves, man. Because they're just bad people and all this and that. And I'm like, dude... I don't steal from people. I steal from companies. That's yeah. a different thing. I, you didn't catch me stealing from our neighbor, you know? Yeah. I stole shorts from a place that charges too much for shorts and too much because y'all don't have enough money. Yeah. Dope Wizard Comrade in the, in the chat said, my friends and I would do such epic beer runs in 2003-2006, which uh, one of his friends got caught stealing uh cccs and they really put the brakes on that shit for a minute we were high schoolers uh beer run is the craziest thing you can do uh never did it in my life my friends never did it now we did because they can't sell beer after two in the morning here we did at one point consider grabbing two cases and running out throwing the um throwing the money at the cashier and running out of the place. Uh And I think we even did go in once and try to talk them into just ringing it in when it's legal to buy beer. Yeah. Um, But I, when I went to teen court for my uh, curfew violation, three of the people, three of the other people that were there were there for beer runs. Which is incredible. <laughs> like the people were just going fucking off with that beer. In 1995 and 96, people were really, in Columbus, were really doing beer runs, man. Yeah. It was a big deal. I mean, if they would just sell the beer to fucking 18-year-olds. Yeah, that would solve the problem. Then you wouldn't have beer runs anymore. That's how I feel. Chorus Seedon, uh, uh, Maris... Trainard in the chat said Coruscant over the counter back in the day. That is like a big time good steal there. Uh, I have a lot of friends that did a lot of Coruscant back in the day. Uh, good times. Uh, so uh, what? So what else is going on, uh, Nick? Uh, no, I'm actually like um, COVID's hit real bad here now. So like. Um, <laughs> covering for a lot of workmates and shit. Like, everybody's getting real sick. Um, it's probably at the peak of it now, just, just falling off. But, um, so, I mean, like, 100 people yeah, got so it there? I've Is got one mean? of those jobs where it's like... <laughs> no, I think we're getting, like, 20,000 a day. And we've got oh, a population wow. of 5 million, so I guess it's probably similar to Ohio. Um, yeah, I think roughly about 20 people dying a day. So, it's, it's like, I don't know. We we I, I sort of thought about it, because I'm from Christchurch, right? And, like, all the all the houses that would have fallen down in the earthquake already have right so like it's kind of like that like you know in the previous like delta and the one before that like we didn't have anyone really die so all the old people now probably you know a little bit more vulnerable for it yeah the but, omicron um, was got one of those jobs where like you know yeah it is, it's fucked up man like it is know, crazy like, that you I mean, I guess that the state there actually did a good job of at least holding it off for this long. Like we could have at least gave it two years of hard work and then said, now we got to deal with what happens. You know, like we, we didn't even get that kind of protection. We we gave it like four weeks, four weeks. Yeah. Really like barreling down. Nobody was mad. If you want to see some real dumb shit, you should, um, you know how like the Canadians and I think in DC now there's the, the anti-mandate protests, which cracked me up because in, I know in the States you don't really have that many mandates anymore, so I don't know what they're protesting about. But um, we had some in Wellington, and it went on for like three or four weeks. 
if people um, camped up and they run into the, um, uh, to the parliament building. And, um, and it just turned into essentially like a hippie camp of like drum circles and a whole bunch of folk words like throwing bricks at um, the cops and that sort of stuff. But there's some real folk that videos of it. Like, I don't know. It's really funny in New Zealand. I think I've said it before. Like we just import a whole bunch of politics from the States. So, and something like that, you'd see a whole bunch of like Trump and fuck Joe Biden flags. And you're like, what, what is even going on? You got Brandon flags dumb. over there? Yeah, well, I've seen I've seen um, Let's Go Brandon flags for sure at that protest. Like, it's so such a level like below uh, making sense. It's just bizarre. Get um, your own fucking. Yeah, Let's we're go getting Brandon. a whole bunch of QAnon stuff here. Yeah, get your own goddamn. The, Let's the go closest Brandon. one now is that uh, the the big theory in New Zealand, which is like the most QAnon line thing, is that our prime minister's. Um, Fiance has uh, been arrested for like a massive cocaine shipment. That's, yeah. that's their theory at the moment, which is pretty crack out. That kind of sucks though, because I get I would guess that cocaine and is really hard to come by there. Oh, it's so expensive. Yeah, it so, would have to. Be. Everything here is super expensive, apart from weed. Yeah, it's, it's, like you can't. Like, there's no poppies in New Zealand, so there's no. Um, like all of the uh, opiates uh, shipped over, and then cocaine. Like, there's obviously no, you know, you can't just grow it. You, you know, drive it across from another country. Yeah. Like, it's got to come in on planes. So. Yeah, cocaine. Uh, and uh, well, you can't get opiates here anymore either. Opioids uh, legally. I, I mean, you can uh, get they them are hard. They're really hard. Opiates and Xanax or and benzos are really hard to get over here now too. But uh, yeah, I can't get I can get cocaine, but not pills. Yeah, not opiates. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting ketamine from it a is. clinic. I should leave it for some other callers to call through. I've got um, I've got a couple of two people at work today, which is some bullshit. But um, yeah, uh, have a good one. So call back any time. Yeah, we love it. Appreciate it. It's crazy. They got that. Right, have a good one. They got a fucking let's go Brandon over there. I know. That's remember but here. Don't you remember uh we covered it forever ago? Was it the Australian Tea Party yeah. that was fighting against Subway for being halal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you this while we were waiting to set up. Uh the listeners really liked the JP Sears episode. Okay. I recommend you let me and Brett do the JP Sears. Uh, research. <laughs> like, don't go looking for yourself. Why is that? Because it sucks. Oh. It's really tough to listen to. I just saw one uh, today. What fiat worker, what fiat money people get wrong. It's like a oh, Bitcoin man. fiat. Oh, no. Thing. He really. He's, he went too far. He did. He, fucking, he used to just do. He would just be a video of him in like a V-neck shirt saying. We have this chinchoa bark, you know, elixir that's going to help all of your negative ions. He could, and now it's lecturing on fiat currency. He would, one thousand percent, he would be making more money now if he didn't go that way. Yeah, I, and I was even thinking about it earlier this week. I was still rolling around in my mind. 
we got to check up with him again oh, well, eventually. I, I will. Because for sure. We'll give him the brewer treatment. We'll check in on him every now and then. It was because he was doing like a parody of himself. Like I was thinking that like if me and you or maybe someone in this sphere were to do just like a really tepid uh, takedown or like sat satirical point of view of conservative like YouTubers and success people, you would say that they're obsessed with communist China. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You would say, you would literally say communist China. When right. You talk to be about it, as it would be goofy. It would be the crazy. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's the nut job thing to say. It's crazy. It's it, that guy. I, I mean, Brewer, I feel like Brewer is trying to be funny. Is the difference between him? Brewer can make people laugh with weird noises. Right. But, I mean, when he does the sheep noise and stuff like that, that's an attempt at being funny. Sure, it is. Like, he's trying to tell jokes. They're just bad and stupid. Right. You know? This guy, I mean, I guess technically he's trying to do jokes. Right? But But he didn't do He's not, though. Because that's the thing, like he's not he's he's doing satire, which is the whole thing is supposed to be a joke, and it doesn't come off that way. No, it comes, it comes off, off like a really angry guy. It's so confused. <laughs> he came off so mad. It was one of the craziest fucking things I, I have listened to in a long time. So yeah, we'll get wild. back. And you know, Aaron Lewis uh, cut a promo on Zelensky, so we'll have that on Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I At would, a concert. I don't know why you go. Aaron Lewis should quit playing the music at the concerts. Just do speeches? Why not? If he's fucking cutting promos at every concert like this, this thing is two and a half minutes long. So it's not even like... You don't talk that long between songs at a concert. That's it a would. long time, dude. They He's like a grandpa at the fire, though. That's like handing down wisdom. Well, that's what I'm saying. You get rid of the fucking music and yeah. people get everything they want. No, he said, I think Putin's good because he's fighting the deep state. So we'll have more on that. Okay. <laughs> more on that on uh, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm perplexed by the whole thing. The, the, the punishing every Russian person... Like, why don't they do that to us? I wish they would do that to us. Because all like, the stuff I, comes from here that's I, punishing. You know what I mean? Like McDonald's. Yeah. They, they don't. We don't have a Russian equivalent of McDonald's in the United States. Because we fucking infect every uh, bit. Like, there's let's go Brandon signs in New Zealand. You know what I mean? Like, we infect everything. There wouldn't be anything other than, like, gas. I, yeah, I think when we've invaded Iraq and everything, like, we should have... They should have kicked all of our athletes out of the Hall of Fame. Like, why not the same treatment? I agree. I, dude, I'm with you. They kick. There's an F1 driver from Russia. They said you can't drive anymore, and they took away all funding. Like, just, just like straight up, based upon his nationality. I know. I know. I saw. Uh, I think it was Matt Chrisman posted this. Uh, it was a, the National Mustard Museum took all the Russian mustards off the shelf why? and put them in the back. Why? It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. There's a wrestler that wears Russian gear because she's from Russia. And her gimmick is that she was in an orphanage in Russia. And she's like succeeded to uh-huh. this thing. Got she it. had to fucking apologize for wearing her gear. For being proud of where she's from. At a from. pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Apologizing to Americans about being proud of where you're from. What the <laughs> fuck sense does that make? Yeah, she had to do a whole apology. She's like, I don't agree with this shit. I'm fucking from Russia. I didn't make new gear. 
Because I didn't think it was a big fucking... I didn't think people would be like, I think she's with uh, Putin. Right. <laughs> and even if she was, you fucking... If I, if I said I don't like Biden, I... Like, nobody would yell at me thinking, like, I'm a big Biden guy. You know what I mean? So if I just had an American flag hat on. Right. You have an American flag hat yeah. on. People wouldn't be like, this guy loves Biden, man. He loves everything that Joe Biden That's does. That's true. You're right. <laughs> Every American flag for, should be pro, should mean pro-Joe Biden. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. It, that that t- closing. Burger King, I think, did the, the move. They are still open. But 100% of their profits, I believe, go to Ukrainian okay. stuff. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get uh, that. That's, I mean, if that's more fair than just being like, we're closing all the McDonald's, you know? Yeah, or you can't use, like, you can't ride on the train or use MasterCard or some shit. It's so weird. It's, all right. it's, it's so the oddest fucking time. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it, it boggles my mind how people, and, and it's weird that people are just like, uh streamlining like right into it just like we we hate russians now we do hate crimes against russian people yeah well we same thing with the last enemy yeah trying to think of who but there was another enemy before i fucking had wrestling on the other night and jeff hardy of all people shows up in ukraine colors what i don't think jeff hardy's ever watched the news yeah (laughs) no no, dude tell us about like sick beats or something (laughs) i was like i don't think jeff hardy's a news head i can't imagine he has any that's show me a video of you riding your atv on your phone that is the carny move though if you yeah. see everybody has the move, Ukraine yeah. colors and you're a baby face. You come out, yeah. You come out with the blue and yellow. Yeah, you don't even got to fucking know anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to know shit about it. You just come at I mean, that's some good baby He's face taking move. a stand. Yeah, but yeah, that uh, Layla Hirsch, legit Layla Hirsch, uh, had to apologize for wearing Russian colors on her title. Bullshit. On her gear. All right, next call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? What's up? It's Bear. Bear! Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? Hey, I had something very specific I was going to call in about, but then you talked about the fucking uh, Pigeon Forge thing. Uh Yeah. And if you guys guys remember, I was in Pigeon Forge a couple weeks ago, and I shit you not, this is a real story, the fucking cabin I was, the cabins I was staying in that we ran out were just like absolute shit. So I decided that I was going to try to like find a hotel for the night, basically. Uh-huh. And I walked down to whatever the fucking closest thing was. I think it, might, it was either a Hilton or a Marriott. I can't remember. Maybe a Holiday. But it was one of the big chain ones, right? And as I walked into the lobby, like the lady is trying to explain to this guy who's uh, like, hey, we don't have any more lodging that you can rent tonight. Like, sorry, you're out of luck. And he just keeps saying more inflammatory shit. And he resorts to at one point he says, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm with the CIA. I need this room for police uh, investigation uh, right now. And she was like, what the fuck? No, you're not. People do that, dude. That I can't believe that anybody falls for I'm from the CIA or I'm a secret agent. Because how the fuck are you supposed to to like you can't really disprove it. But I tend to just, I would never believe you if you said it to me. I'm fucking, I know that, you know, the joke online is like, oh, everything's an op. 
Um, but I, I don't, I think, I just don't think that ever would happen. You know, the, the goddamn, I'm a secret agent. I need this hotel room. Now that was on a recent TV show that came out. A guy did that trick and got a hotel room. And that's what that guy in Pigeon Forge was doing the guy that was pretending to be an FBI agent was going in and be like, man, we got some real FBI shit going on down here. Yeah. And uh, we just need a hotel room right now. <laughs> this guy fucking, he went on for 20 minutes and he pulled it out of his ass thinking that he really did something. And the like fucking concierge check just full force was like, no, you're not. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, no, you're not. Now, you would have said that to me right away. Or did he say like, ah, oh, you're making me blow my cover here. He's like, well, like, I really don't want to have to tell you this, but like, <laughs> I want to tell somebody I'm a fucking see. I want to tell somebody I'm a fucking CIA agent and see if I can get them to believe me. Now, see, here's the real move. I think, right? Because the CIA agent is too far fetched. I think, though, that people want to kind of be like part of something like throwing, like a mystery or something. I think if you said you're like a private investigator, you could probably get, you could probably fucking get somewhere. Ooh. Yeah, but they like, don't give be you honest, I'm Like a PI. Like, I feel like people want to be a part of that. I agree. If you tell them you're busting like some horrible cheater or something, they're totally going to try to bend the rules. You think so? Yeah, I would think give them a little just, spill, a little bit of what's going on, just oh. to come up with a story, you know? Just go in there and be like, I got to... You can even say... Yeah, say, I don't have like the money. Like really basic gummy shit, you know? You could be like, I'm, uh, there's this guy, he's 24, he just got married, and he's trying to hook up with like a 16-year-old, and they'd be like, oh, that's awful, yeah, let me get you whatever you need. And like, there's no 16-year-old, it's not real. But they don't know that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's you're great. You're ready to do this. You're right. And if you if you you're right that if you make somebody a part of the mission, you can a hundred it, it'll work. Uh, I would say that idea. See, I think saying you're a secret agent is the move only because they feel like you're stopping terrorism or like fentanyl or something like that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they think you're really doing some shit. There's a fentanyl ring out yeah. back and I got to stay here. And you really want to get well, the, the, you really want to get, cause I would be like, I need a big room. Cause I got all this equipment. I got to set up to catch this guy. So you get like a big suite and you just stay in a really nice hotel. Right. I feel like in order for that to work, you'd have to find somebody who's like either paranoid enough or passionate enough about those things that they like give a shit. Right. Cause if you came up to me and you're like, I'm stopping terrorism. I need to like, I need all the food from the chilies right now. I'd be like, fuck off, man. But if you're like, Hey, listen, I need to feed my crew so we can go like, I don't know, stop a, stop a home invader or something. Then I might try to help you out. You know, I might listen a little bit more. I feel like you need like a universally bad thing. Yeah. Terrorism. For me, it's always like uh, I think that they're mixing ricin in this place. Right. You know, and ricin is yes. a really good one, too, because people haven't thought about ricin in like forever. That's since Breaking Bad. 
Oh, I guess Breaking Bad, yeah. But that's even 2006. That's oh, yeah. plenty of time ago. I was thinking Ryson because I remember right after 9-11, they were always saying like, well, you know, they could hit us with Ryson. They could hit us with Anthrax. And it ended up being Anthrax. You know, yeah. but they brought up Ryson too and smallpox. They said they give us all smallpox. <laughs> so. I definitely, I definitely think the private investigator is the move, though. I feel like that's way more believable. You know? Yeah. So I got a question for you. Uh, at Chili's, are you allowed to give people Russian dressing? Ooh. Um. I've never actually heard someone genuinely ask for Russian dressing. That's true. In fact, <laughs> I agree. I don't even know what that is. It's a dressing. To be honest with you. But it's out of style now, I guess. Russian dressing is out of style. But it is it's a dressing. A Thousand Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they just changed the name. Of yeah, once, probably once the commie shit happened in the 80s is probably when it stopped being a thing. Once we started doing the, the yeah. Cold War stuff. Oh. It says mayonnaise, yeah. ketchup, and other ingredients is is what it is. Uh, okay, yeah, that's just Thousand Island. No, we still have that. But, like, the weird thing about, like, this section of <laughs> Georgia is we're dressing. kind of still, like, we're kind of still, like, mid-Cold War in our, like, public pieces. It's really weird. We do weird PR shit that shouldn't happen anymore that, like, as a city and, like, as a county... That, like, is just in fear of if something happens, you know? Like, that's a thing that, like, mayors and shit and sheriffs, like, run their campaigns on. Is, like, if we get attacked, I don't know what to do. And people actually vote for it. Like, we're still in the communists are everywhere mindset. So I feel like Russian dressing was a change that happened quicker here than other places, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it does look like it's Thousand Island. I don't know why. They changed the goddamn name. I remember they used to be Russian. You're right. Yeah. Old TV show used to talk about it. I was when just I was a kid. trying to figure out like what they would have at Chili's that would be banned. You know, I guess probably you can't buy Chili's in Russia. Like they ain't going to let you do that. Yeah. I don't know what Russian dishes that Chili's has really. They wouldn't have any, but I bet you there's probably a, like a, a Russian restaurant that they don't let you. Maybe Chili's is going to start selling borscht or something. Yeah. To like support Ukraine. I would like sell borscht. Buffalo chicken borscht. Yeah. With like- Just do borscht I- for the the dinguses that, that like are for Russia. Like nobody's really doing stuff for the people that like Putin and Russia. And that is like a whole week. They got to elect no. a president a few, last time. Borscht is Ukraine. Okay. Okay, borscht is Ukraine. I had no idea. I don't know what Russian. We food, have all the stuff like no good Russian in a food. Chili's to make pierogies. I've been trying to convince them to do that for a minute now. We might do that. That's kind of Russian, vaguely. You're not allowed to it's do like that. Polish. They ain't gonna let you do pierogi. Yeah, I like bear. I'm gonna tell you, I really uh, admire trying to get something added to the menu at a Chili's because I just don't think they're listening. <laughs> Moscow Mule. Okay. okay. Let, me, let me tell you the bullshit that Chili's did. Okay. We have this fucking burger on our menu now. It's called the Alex's Santa Fe burger. And it's a good burger. But the number one thing that we advertise about it is that it was made by a like, chili chef. It was just like some shit that he made himself. And then he put it on the menu later when he became like 
an executive, and they made it sound like that if you could convince like your local uh, tester chili yeah. to do that shit, then we could get stuff added to the menu. But nothing I suggested has like got anywhere. And in fact, my manager has told me like six times. He's like, "Dude, don't talk to me about the fucking menu on the clock. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear it." Yeah. Oh no, I wouldn't want to either. Though I, I everywhere I work, the the people in the uh, office or in the kitchen were making delicious food, like Chuck E. Cheese. Man, there was this dude at Chuck E. Cheese that made the best breadsticks I ever had in my fucking life. And I think about them still all the time. Now, the regular ass Chuck E. Cheese breadsticks, not very good. Okay. But, man, when you do it the way he was doing it, it's fucking Dr. amazing. Oh, yeah. With cheese and, like, oregano. And, uh, listen, I know I said oregano wrong, but for some reason, the people I grew up with said oregano, so I say it. <laughs> um and uh, pepperoni and then a lot of garlic butter. Pepperoni on it, too? Yeah, it was good, dude. It was so goddamn good. And uh, they wouldn't put it on the menu. And I thought it was really stupid because it's like, dude, that's a, that's a lot of, uh, uh, that's a lot of, you're leaving a lot of money on the table there with these breadsticks. So I just, I we never believe. like orange chicken and like Chinese food in the back. The number one thing that we make. I did, I just never believed that thing where people are like, uh, yeah, somebody was working back in the kitchen and uh, they came up with a recipe and then boom. Yeah. Now it's on the menu across yeah. the country. I just, I've never believed that in my life because they always say that to you. When you go to orientation at a fucking chain restaurant, they will tell you, like, if you come up with an idea in the kitchen, man, you know, let us know and then we'll serve it across the country. And then for me now, that I'm saying it out loud at my age, you don't even get paid for that. You should get a bunch of fucking money. You should yeah. get cut in on every single one of the things you made. That's that's how it should be. Yeah, I mean, they used your pathetic. They used your story of like being a, just a chef in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, to and they used it to make money. Yeah, yeah, they used it to goddamn fucking make money. They owe you is the thing. That's just how I feel. You should get a fucking million dollars for that. Because I think every dish at Chili's makes at least one million dollars. For sure. You think so? Really? Maybe not. Oh, like absolutely. Way more than that. We overcharge for fucking everything. We make way more than a million dollars off a single dish. So, you think that... I'm, I'm going to ask this. In one year, do you think that every single thing on the menu makes at least one million dollars? That's what I'm Minimal. trying to get at. Even the unpopular shit, even like our Southwest chicken that we never run out of and we're constantly throwing out like expired like bags of the Southwest chicken soup, we're definitely making at least a million bucks off that shit. It's like five bucks a bowl. Yeah, I think the only thing I can't imagine is cottage cheese, which is some shit that's on every menu that nobody eats. Cottage cheese? It's on every menu, dude. Some pineapple on top? Yeah, they have cottage cheese at Chuck E. Cheese. You sound really like a grandma right now what? talking about Russian dressing and cottage cheese at restaurants. No, I'm saying that every restaurant has cottage cheese. No, I've never even eaten cottage cheese. None of the fancy we don't have places cottage do. cheese on the menu. There's no what? cottage cheese. We don't have cottage cheese. With on just the menu. a little bit of black pepper, it tastes mighty fine. With a little tomato slice. Yeah, baby. Yeah, they had That's it. That's when you were, they were struggling for flavor back then. Oh, they I know. They, they love cottage cheese. They would just go cheese. fucking crazy for a little ice cream scoop of cottage cheese. Yeah. 
I'm look. I looked up cottage cheese restaurant. Fucking blow their minds, little, little, uh, little fourteen-year-olds uh, working in coal factories, drinking a, a pint of whiskey a week, and just having some cottage cheese with a p- tomato slice on top, and losing their fucking gourd. I mean, that's a that thing makes me cottage cheese is disgusting to me. And then there is one other thing that like totally skeeves me uh, that people used to eat. And uh, I'm fucking blanking on it now. There's cottage cheese. And back in the day at the bar when they would have pickled eggs, just <laughs> sitting on the fucking bar and you're just going to sit there and eat eggs like while yeah. you drink beer. Like, what is your fucking problem? That is like such a fucking that's a problematic thing to me that like even if I went to a bar, if they had pickled eggs on the counter it would be the craziest thing in the world to me. I would have to leave if I saw people eating it. I have to leave when my family eats hard-boiled eggs. I like have to leave the house. I hate the smell, and when I see somebody bite into one, and then when you see somebody bite in to a fucking uh, hard-boiled egg, and then they have a little bit of egg in the corner of their mouth. Powder? Yeah. Yolk powder? Yeah, just a little bit of the fucking white... The white... uh outside of it just right in the corner of your fucking mouth it it absolutely i have i i'm probably should get a block away from you if i see that going on <laughs> that is one of the weird parts of it's a wonderful life is he goes to the bar and someone just like scarfing an egg down <laughs> so weird man those days were stupid as fuck <laughs> No, I feel I feel like pickled eggs might not be like awful, but like I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm an egg fiend, and I cannot stand any boiled eggs or like deviled eggs or anything like that. Like, Stop it now! Deviled is the best. Boiling the egg to make it. The color of the egg part is the problem. That greenish, brownish, yellowish. The not the yolk. The 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 thing that bothers me is the color of the white really? part of the egg. Yeah, that is. Looking at them makes me want to throw up. Like Why? I've never touched one with my hands in my life. They're I, way I, too white. They're way too white. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about me that like my family makes fun of me for too. It's like I eat, I only, I eat like two white foods and then none other. I eat ranch, and I eat um, I eat ranch and I eat vanilla ice cream bread. Bread's not white. It's brown. potatoes. Bread, bread's brown. Potatoes, yeah, white. But I'm saying, like, as far as like eggs, I bet you mostly mayonnaise. Most American food is white food. Well, maybe. I'm just saying, there's a certain type. Cottage cheese makes me sick. Uh, sour cream is hideous. Uh, it just, as a general rule, I say no white sauces. Okay, basically, is how I I deal with my life and keep eggs. I was like. I don't even know Someone, how people eat fucking deviled eggs. I oh, think that's the craziest shit I ever heard of. It's so all stuff I hate. Decadent. Mustard, egg. Ugh. You, I mean, the snap of the white part is good. The firmness, it's yeah, it's wonderful. They're the worst shit in the world. Of Hot all local time. Al asked about yeah, rice. You don't eat rice. You I, don't like rice. I eat rice. You won't eat rice. Rarely. I've never seen you eat oh, rice. Actually, but I well, I was gonna start eating like more rice because I found a rom, but I found a ramen place that makes this thing called the garbage trash ramen or something like that, and it's just ramen without broth. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that would be rice, though. Ramen doesn't have rice. I know, that. but I I have I eat rice and tacos and and uh, burritos. There you go. Okay, but that's it, I don't eat a lot of Chinese food. Obviously, uh, I eat a place called Yats, which. I'm going to say this. There is a restaurant in my town called Yats and it makes, um, they make, uh, what's it called? They make like gumbo Creole, like Creole food. Right. So I'm sitting there eating with the wife and I'm like, you know, what the fuck is a yat? It's such an ugly word. Right. So I'm, I'm looking up what a yat is. I Google it. It means a member of a lower and middle class segment of the white population in New Orleans. Cool. <laughs> Dirty white boy food. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking crazy to me. I, I think it's such a crazy thing to name your restaurant. They're honest. Baby. Yeah. So uh I'm gonna we start got, using that word now. Yeah is like a new added to vernacular. It's like a yinz too. It's like a yinzer. It's like being a yinzer. It's a yatzer. It's it's all connected. True. So uh, you got anything else, Bear? We got a full queue currently. Okay, uh, I'll leave with two more quick things. One, uh, don't have any menu items on a chain restaurant. Don't think I ever will. But there was a local restaurant that I got convinced them to add Monte Cristos to it. That's pretty Ooh, cool. Smart. Good achievement. Yeah. Uh, if any of you were ever in the area, Appalachian Grill, they got some sweet, sweet Monte Cristos. Awesome. Glad to hear. Um, Love a Monte Cristo. Other thing, uh, other thing is, I don't know if any of the Street Fighters out there have tried these weird new Delta 8 disposable things. Uh, tried it for the first time because I ran out of weed. Don't. I feel awful. Bad. What? Delta 8 disposable what? Cart? Yeah, it's like a, it's like one of the vape ones. Yeah, it's like a, it's one of the bigger brands. It's the Flying Monkey one that they have like everywhere, it's like at every vape shop, gas station, anywhere. I picked one up, just I was broke, didn't have a plug. Uh, yeah, no, lungs feel awful, stomach is awful, bad time, it's a real bad time. Oh, I'm a Delta Eight fan. Oh, really? Yeah, for like during the day, like I'm trying to be more mild instead of like uh, having my full, uh, s- having everything scrambled, you know? I have been using it some. Yeah. I I got used to like smoking before work and then I was like, well, I'll buy this and hit it during work. But like, no, I just feel awful all the time now. So all right. just, uh, if you're going to get it, get the quality shit, I guess. I don't know. I am in the middle of like, no weed at all, Georgia. So yeah, Aftawella is right in the chat. Said never run out of weed. That's that's kind of what you got to do there. <laughs> I use it as like a, an accoutrement to my normal weed use, like a little little extra. That probably wouldn't be too bad then. But just general advice: check your shit. Check right. your shit. Well, thanks, Bear. Appreciate it. Where can they uh, follow you on uh, socials? Um, still just chilling with the Instagram, really, at Bittacina, uh, B-I-T-T-A-C-I-N-N-A. Um, always glad to have people hit me up, too, if you ever want to want to chat. Hell yeah. Good to hear from you, Bear. Peace. All right, let's get this rolling. We got 
A few more to go. Oh my goodness. Let's do this. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, y'all. What's up? It's uh, Brandon from Dallas. Let's, Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that. Never heard that one. But that was good because we said it at the same time. It no, was- I love it. I'm always telling my friends that it, uh, it cuts through conversation with conservatives. Uh, it's yeah. the first thing they go to. I just don't yeah. have to deal with it anymore. They love they love Brandon. They're like, oh my god, your name's Brandon, <laughs> and you're a good sport. You you know you you're a good sport. You know, I said let's go, Brandon, and did a white power <laughs> sign, and you didn't even flinch. You're a good sport. How much do you love? Me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how just lucky? Skate right by. How lucky do you feel that your name Brandon? <laughs> That's gotta be great. <laughs> Everybody's chant, let's go at you. And it don't even mean what you think it is. We're actually mad at a guy. Uh, so what's up, Brandon? Oh, you know, I wanted to call in because uh, I heard, uh, Brian, you're always like complaining that like you hate uh, like roller coasters and things like that. But then I also heard you say you got into like the defunct plan series on yeah, I YouTube. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, and I was wanting to know, like, what what did you, like, take on, like, some of those other rides that, like, aren't, you know, like, things like dark rides? Like, are you into stuff like that? Have you ever done one? Well, here's the thing. I don't hate roller coasters. I'm scared of them. I think they're neat. I'm, you know how, like, you know how there are a lot of people who like horror movies because they're afraid of the thing that they're watching the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like... Uh, I always th- I always go back to Open Water is this movie that came out that like my wife saw the trailer and said this is the scariest thing I could ever possibly watch I never want to see this movie okay Open Water is a movie about people in the middle of the ocean on a tour and then the boat goes away and then they're just floating out in the middle of nowhere and she watched that movie one time while we were hanging at while we were doing the podcast and i just was like why would you watch that movie and she's like i just have to like i had to see it that's why i'm fat i'm fascinated with roller coasters in a way that like i mean it's kind of the same thing with wrestling right like i don't always talk about wrestling but i know a shit ton about wrestling i don't talk about roller coasters or dark rides or any of that stuff but i like i said i watched all of defunct land and then i also watched this i yeah. think it was a guy named disney bob or something like that i watched all his things i don't remember his actual name but uh i think they're cool man i think dark rides are i guess i wouldn't say i think dark rides are cool but like they're the only kind of ride that i could ride and not be scared to death and and like I find it really intoxicating. I'll tell you, when I go to an amusement park, obviously all of my friends and family, they ride roller coasters. They're not afraid of them like me. So whenever I go to an amusement park with people, I will wait in line for the roller coaster with them and then cross over the tracks and go to the exit when they board the roller coaster. And uh, I get scared. Yeah. I get scared crossing over the tracks. Like I'm thinking somebody's going to push me and make me sit down and ride the roller coaster. Like it's almost like I'm walking right up to the ledge. 
of doing something really fucking dangerous. Like exposure therapy. Yeah. But I'll never get on. Yeah. Yeah. Just like an inch away. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm also like not afraid of heights either, which I think is like, I don't know yeah. why I'm afraid of roller coasters. I, I, I intellectually know I'm not going to die on a roller coaster, but, uh, it's an uncontrollable feeling that you get dragged through. Yeah. And if I look at the fucking thing, yeah, it feels like that's it's like scary. <laughs> yeah, that's like the main reason why I wanted to like bring it up, uh, just to like get, pick your brain on it, because I know there's like so many of those like smaller like dark ride coasters, like something like Space Mountain at Disney World is like considered like. I mean, I would say it's pretty small, but you get like all the fun of like you know being inside and seeing like space shit. But like, so, I mean, most of the Disney rides are all great. It's like, even if like they seem silly, not much is happening. It's like, there's a lot of cool technology in there. Yeah. For me, it's like, I rode, uh, actually, this is funny. This is what got me into Defunct Land. Is that like years and years ago, I rode this ride called Tomb Raider the Ride at a place called King's Island around here. And it's, yeah, yeah, I know. yeah, I've seen the video on that one. Yeah. I rode that. And it scared the piss out of me. I wrote Disaster Transport, which is another one that Defunct Land did an episode about, uh, where you you're supposed yeah. to be on a spaceship, like, and you land in Alaska for some reason. It's a really fucking weird ride. I wrote that, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Job of theming it. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fucking the theming. I thought was really neat. But like, yeah, I just I can't go down a big hill. Is is my thing, but. Uh, I like pretty much, I, I do like rides, I guess, but none of the ones that regular people like. <laughs> okay. None yeah, of the ones yeah. that people that aren't terrified. I'm like super big into doing those rides at like Universal Studios or Disney just because they like, they just have all that like, uh, I don't know, like theming gone into yeah. them, animatronics and shit. Like the Jurassic Park ride is just like cool to see dinosaurs yeah. regardless of the thrill. Yeah, I want to go back to uh, Universal Studios really bad. I went there when I was a little kid, uh, way too young. Uh, all I remember is riding the Back to the Future ride and being mind-blowing that I was in Back to the Future, one of my favorite movies ever. So, yeah, it's yeah. exciting. Yeah, I'm not like a... I, I, I'm, I haven't been to an amusement park in probably 15 years. So, and the one time I did go to one, it was a water park and it was 50 degrees. So didn't ride any rides there. That's rough. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but Brandon, thanks for calling. Oh yeah. That's, that was mainly what I wanted to get to, you know, I love picking your brain on that stuff. I'm glad I got to dig up a little part of Brian. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's my lore, baby. Old Brian lore. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for having a good Brandon. night, though. You too. Yeah, let's. Uh, we just want to see you succeed. Is that what Joe Biden said? What? When they got him to say, "Let's go, Brandon." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. That was like around Christmas. Yeah, right? yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. How you doing tonight? Hello. Hey, um, it's uh, Teddy. What's up, Teddy? Hello? DIY Fieri? Yeah, at least that, that's what we go with. Um, 
Ah, well, well, that's not really my name, but we'll go with Te- Teddy in Maryland. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, can I call you Tedward? Um, you know. Sure. Why not? Well, what's up, Teddy? How's it going? Um, oh, so actually, as I was listening to you tonight, you brought up Aaron Lewis, and, and it reminded me of a sort of local connection because um, one of the Orioles players about 10 years ago used Aaron Lewis Country Boy as his walk-up song, which Oof. is a really weird walk-up song. Yeah, and it wasn't even like... So he had the end of the chorus and then the part with the devil in L.A. line. It was just not an uplifting walk-up song at all. I actually... <laughs> I didn't even know it was Aaron Lewis, but I Googled it at the time, and I was like, wow, this is what Aaron Lewis is doing now. Okay. We played uh, on on the Butt Fest episode, uh, one of the last ones. Me and me and Alexander played the whole song as part of the show. Oh, I, I, and like, I heard it, yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy fucking song. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, no. people say, oh, he's not from the country he's from vermont or whatever uh he's not from the south i think he is legit from the country uh i just i don't know if he was like in like maryland or something no he, vermont massachusetts vermont and massachusetts new yeah. hampshire massachusetts yeah but up, up you know up up in new hampshire they you know they they think they're like live free or die up there so true true it doesn't people yeah. never people never think I think it's weird how people basically don't consider the Northeast hillbilly or not hillbilly redneck. Yeah. Like, I mean, it really feels like a lot of people in New York are rednecks, even though they're not like, wouldn't be considered a redneck, but like, don't do that. You can't, ex- don't extend that to people of New York city. Well, I'm saying that Outside there are New- people that are kind of in the same, like in long Island is what I'm saying. There are people on like Long Island that seem exactly the same as the rednecks we have here. Yeah, maybe. No, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good point because my um, my ex lived up in Vermont, and it was a town that had like dirt roads and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the people that's are probably crazy remote. as hell. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah, Could you imagine definitely. living in the middle of nowhere in like Vermont where it gets like really cold too? Like, jeez. Yeah, in, in, in dark, like it, you know, the sun's going down at like 410. Yeah. And it's like maybe gets up to 15 degrees as the yeah, high that, temperature. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds tough, man. My aunt lived there for my, my like crazy aunt lived there for a while. Uh, crazy because she doesn't own a TV is really the only uh, reason we called her crazy. Um, but she bragged about it, though. You know what I mean? So, not yeah. cool. When someone's in your face about it, it's like, well, fuck you. You're weird. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to so bad. And, and plus, she'd be like, our kids don't even care that we don't have a TV. And then them fucking kids would be at my house just yeah, fucking parked, man. No matter what was the, the, the fucking kids are watching pro golf. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe it yeah yeah it was a lot so yeah for for sure yeah uh aaron lewis um is a real dumbass i i called him a boob today that's the best thing i can call him yeah that seems super right he's just a boob 
never forget that he fucking ran into West Borland at an airport. West Borland's about to get on a flight to L.A. They stop and talk for a second. And he's like, where are you going? West Borland's like, I'm headed home. And he was like, that ain't your home. And got yeah. mad at him. Los Angeles ain't where you're from, oh. boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're from Florida. I, I think he said something like, "Yeah, I, I read about that." He said something like, "You don't, don't you ever forget that?" Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're, don't you're forget from them, Florida. You're, you're the muddy from, waters of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he really yeah. like. Whenever we do a butt fest episode, I will take the week and and listen to pretty much any Aaron Lewis interview I can get my hands on. The other thing about that dude is he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, of course. Like he really does not ever like, come off as anything yeah, kind but a fucking asshole. or like a actual decent person. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because like you know you could you could have like a Trump person like uncle that is generally a very nice person, but just as mixed up about their politics or whatever. But this guy, that guy isn't that man. He just. It seems like the yeah. nastiness just pervades every inch of his being and his life. Like he puts off such bad vibes. I don't I don't even know how he I mean, all of his songs from Stained were about bad vibes. So that's probably how he got the audience. But this country stuff, I don't fucking know how he's got all these fans with this country stuff. It just seems horrible. Boring. Well, yeah, Thanks for know, calling. Actually, so the, the, oh yeah, one thing I just I just want to thank you because um, I'm a teacher and it's been my routine every day I drive into the school I listen to some kind of street fight program for nice. the last year. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah, hey, we appreciate you. Thanks for calling. Glad we can help. Beep, 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 yeah, boop. thanks. All right, next. So we're getting. We're, we're getting them down. Yeah, what was I going to... It's, um... It is also... It's a very weird way... I just unlocked this for some reason of saying that, like... I'm from the old school. I'm about decency. I'm about love. I'm about respect. I'm about treating people right. I'm about helping your neighbor. I'm about everybody's my brother in Christ. None of you. I never met a single person that lived up to that standard except for me. And that's why I think you're all fucking idiots and I treat you like shit and I'm an asshole all the fucking time. Dude, I'm telling you, man, uh, I've listened to countless hours of Aaron Lewis interviews. And I've also listened to countless hours of David Draymond interviews. And I've listened to countless hours of Sully from yeah. Godsmack. The only fucking damn one of them is David Draymond seems like a good guy uh -huh. and Sully seems, I don't know. He even seems awful most of the time. You know, we played that one clip on yeah. the show where he's just being like casually racist and stuff like that. He's just like, he seems like a dick too. Well, I'm just thinking of like, I'm, I'm thinking of the person I know that's a fan of that music and they would do stuff like say like, Brett, you meet a man, you shake his hand, you look him in the eye. And I'm like, you don't have to say that to me. I don't need like training on like you any man training. I don't need a man training. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. I, I it's just 
And he was also a huge piece of shit, but also very much like, uh, I love everybody, you know, as long as they don't try to be transgender, as long as they don't uh, dislike America, you know, as long as they're exactly like me and live up to all my standards. Like, I love myself the most. And I've actually know everything more than anybody else. And nobody lives up to that standard. So my solution is to whip them into shape with abuse. Yeah. I got, and, I, and meanness and cuss words. I kind of agree with you in that, like, I don't, I think that, like, those people don't like a single, like, it would be no, impossible. It would, there's nobody that meets their standard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't meet their standard either. They don't either, yeah. They're That's extreme, the other problem. They hate themselves. They're extremely hard on themselves, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in their mind. They're never hard on themselves in public. Right, you no, know, no, no, When no. they're talking to you, but in their mind, they are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks for calling Street Fight. How you doing tonight? Hello. 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 Skeleton. No, there's somebody there. Jangle your bones. I heard everybody on the phone say hello. Are you on? God. Adam. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, so I'm here. Cool. Welcome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was on a recent work trip. Okay. What happened? Okay. Yeah, so, like, while I was on it, um, my boss got fired. Was he there with you? No, he's not here with me, oh. but... He, but he got um, fired? Yeah, he got... Well, it was... You know, the official thing was he was resigned. Ah. So your boss got your boss left the job while you were on a work trip. Yes. Nice. I mean, do you know who your new boss is? Are you the new boss? No, no, no. I'm not going to be the new boss. I know. You know, I. I'm more of a. You know, I I work at a architecture firm, which. I guess it's more white colors than you guys are used to. Um, we get a lot of people. Like, we get a lot of okay. white collar people on here. Yeah. I mean, people that work at, well, yeah. maybe not at architecture, like people that work at call centers and stuff call here all the time. Yeah. But... <sighs> You know, it was this weird thing, you know, we got back from the work from home thing, you know, you know, uh, maybe six months ago, and he was just completely checked out. And I, I, I kind of chalked it up to, you know, I, I, I thought he realized how worthless he was. No. They would never yeah. realize that. That's not. <laughs> not like you don't me. think that's the thing he would 
come to no bosses could never figure out how worthless they are it's just like not in the makeup of a person that could end up being a boss you know what i'm saying you only become a boss by like believing that you're better than everybody else like that you have what it takes you have to justify your existence as the boss yeah well you never have to justify it to yourself <laughs> yeah so he was just yeah, like not yeah. doing work. I, mean, I got the same thing. So he was just like not bugging you and stuff. Well, like it seems like you'd want a checked out boss. In my opinion, yeah, I would love a checked out boss. That that's the thing. It's like I kind of love that he wasn't bothering me and yeah, wasn't you know he didn't seem to care. But I don't know. He checked out, and uh, we got the, you know, uh, the the realization from the CEO. He is no longer with the company. So okay. Now I mean, I'm in I'll that say this. situation. I'll say so, this. You've lost a good thing. That's what I can say about this. Not knowing everything. Not knowing the whole thing. But it seems like you're going to get a boss that's actually working now that's where the problem comes in you fucking have a boss they're checked out they don't bug anybody and you're like hey my life is pretty good now you know i've had jobs like that like where fucking i got a new boss or i my old boss is lazy he doesn't do anything but he never bothers you and never makes you do anything and then they get fucking fired and then you get a new boss and that boss is trying it just ruins everything so i i hope that doesn't happen with you maybe you should run to be the boss yeah yeah i i i thought that as well um but you know i have a uh, i have a call with the ceo of the company tomorrow about what I, I, I essentially it was like like what my boss should be and what he, he should do oh. in the future. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. You might be in trouble here. I don't think you can say what you really want your boss to be. That is not what the CEO is looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the thing. It's like, I, I don't know if like I should just be like, here's how my former boss was like the worst. Yeah. Or if I should, you know, just like, you know, you know. I would just, just say, well, I, I generally know. work well on my own if left to my own devices. And also, um, I really work harder under bosses that give me frequent raises. Those are the two things that I'd be looking for. <laughs> yeah. I strive. Yeah. If you don't, I strive. That's if you're not paying attention to me, that's when I really fucking work. And that, that was the, the good thing about the boss that got fired is he, he, I felt like he didn't know what I was doing, yeah. but <laughs> you know, I, I, I kept doing it and it was fine and we were making money and I don't know. Well, that sucks. I hope it works out for you. Keep us posted. Yeah, yeah I'll keep you posted, but... All right. Appreciate we'll it. We'll see Thanks. how it goes. For calling, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. All right, next call. I said, yeah. Thanks for calling Street Fight.
Who are we talking to tonight? Hey. Howdy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Hey, it's uh, it's Joel from San Diego. How's it going? Uh, Pretty good. How are yeah, you, Joel? Yeah, about to wrap up our shift. Oh, nice, nice. I'm just chilling out here in beautiful uh, San Diego, California. The sun's about to go down. A it's warm bit. here, bro. <laughs> you can't you can't get us now. It's fucking warm here. Yeah, it was like sixty something. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I have I have a couple homies who live out in Ohio and they've been they've been telling me about how brutal the weather's been recently. Yeah, it's getting good now, actually. But yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty shit. So we got our last snow of March and that's done. It snows once in March. Don't say that. It's not gonna snow again. It snows in April sometimes, <laughs> dude. I don't think it will this year. I'm hoping not oh, yeah. either, but I'm, it is early for it to begin to be 70. I think that's the thing. I'm off. I don't have to do shit on Tuesday. Um, it's going to be 70 degrees, and I'm going to go work out, and then I'm going to go walk. All I'm going to do one of my big long walks after working out, and I'm saving leg day for that day, too. So I do leg, leg day, then take a 20-mile walk. My legs are going to feel so goddamn good, man. I good. love that feeling. Melted baby. bacon fat. Yeah, just very strong That's legs. That's pretty slick. Yeah. I like sore legs. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed because it was it, it was like raining this morning, and it's uh, this whole next week we're getting like hit with a heat wave, so it's going to be like unbearable all week long. Oh, it's about to be 70 here and sunny and just feeling real good. Probably the cum trees will probably start blooming soon. We'll be able to smell cum in the air. It's gonna be uh, great. We've got one of those right in front of my workplace, so I have to smell that when it starts blooming. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> There's one right in front of my house. When you open the windows, my whole house smells oh, like no. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Uh, so, so what's going on tonight? Oh, I wanted to call in to tell you guys about uh, my old job before I before I started working at this new one. I was working at this uh, this Mediterranean restaurant. Um, and the owners were Jehovah's Witnesses, and they were always up to some fuck shit, like constantly, like messing right. with us. Really? And you can't even become a Jehovah's oh, yeah. Witness. That's uh, the other issue. You can't even join them to get on their good side. No, no, you can you can become one, but uh, there's like a cap on the people who get let into heaven. It's very, very weird. I always yeah. like joked with the other coworkers. We're like, man, why did these people pick like? the worst of the Christianity offshoot. This one like has the least perks. It's like the biggest bummer. You don't get to have any fun. I yeah. don't understand the appeal. I don't get it either. And especially like anyway. if you have to live that no holidays lifestyle, but then also uh, oh. you don't get into heaven <laughs> anyway. I wanted to tell you guys. Okay. That's one of the things I wanted to tell you guys about. I forgot very briefly around Christmas time that they were Jehovah's Witnesses. And it was like, the owner was like this little fat guy, like really like round man. And he had these uh, three terrible little uh, ogre sons and they were, they were ridiculous. But uh, one of them got like recently got married and I asked him if his wife got him anything for Christmas. And he was like, no. And I was like, really? Your wife didn't get you like any presents what? or anything for Christmas? And he's like, no. And I just like, <laughs> I was like, oh that's cool. Whatever, man. And just like forgot about it. And then like 30 minutes later, one of the waitresses came up to me and she was like, Hey, you remember that they're Jehovah's witnesses, right? They don't do Christmas at all. And I was like, ah, dude, blowing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I so, joked I joked to her that I I should have asked him if he got any like blood transfusions or had any surgery recently. Yeah. <laughs> so how I mean, did you have to work holidays? Were they like I don't get why you motherfuckers oh, need Christmas? Normal. On. That's normal. Like restaurant stuff. They they expected us to work holidays because they didn't celebrate them, which was cool. Um, one of the specific, uh, like, jerking us around maneuvers I wanted to talk about was when, uh, <laughs> when COVID first hit, uh, they gave us uh, Employee Appreciation Week, <laughs> which is where they just told us not to come into work <laughs> because they couldn't pay anybody. No, no. Oh, they weren't. They were also, like, not pay. That sucks. Yeah, I guess people just stopped yeah, going yeah, really they, they sudden. They never gave us like holidays for anything, and like it was so hard to get time off. And then they floated this out here like they were doing us a favor. It's like these fucking assholes, dude. Uh, employee Appreciation Day just don't come into work, and we won't also won't pay you any money. But we no, appreciate. it was Employee Appreciation Week. They're week. like, yeah, week. Don't come oh, you in get for the whole week. week. You get the whole week off because it saves us money. You get to do whatever the fuck you want for a whole exactly. week. It's great. You don't have to work on our schedule or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I thought you guys would appreciate that as a, a new boss maneuver, just giving people employee appreciation week where they just go, don't come in and we won't pay you. I love it. I love it. Uh, I would be okay with it, though, because I was a dude that really liked having time off you know even if yeah. i wasn't getting paid for it i was always like i'll figure out how to live without that money yeah it's hard not to do it's like i don't have to come into work though you're not going to get paid that's ah, fine I, I don't want to come into work though yeah 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 it i was sucked. pretty stoked on it uh it, I, I didn't like losing the money but i was like oh great i don't have to be around these freaks right now this is great yeah yeah i agree it was probably nice for a few days you know what I mean? But then it was like, well, where am I going to get money? So, I'm with Yeah, you. it was my second job at the time, so I wasn't, like, totally put out. It was, it was still a little annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thanks for calling. We got, we got to get another call out of the way to end our shift. So No worries. Thanks for calling. Have a good night. It was Appreciate good talking it. with you guys. Yes. Have a good one. Bye. All right, last call. L-A-S-T-C-A-L-L. Last call, last call, last call. Oh, by the way, I got a Lasco fan for hey, anniversary. This is Matt Memphis. Matt who? This is Matt from Memphis. What's up, Matt? How's it going? How's the Bre- truck driving Bre- life going? Breaker, breaker, one nine. This <laughs> is this is uh this is Kilgore. We uh we got heard of Smokies on, on our six. Uh, I just want to let you know. Now, How is it going? Uh, it uh it is going poorly. Uh I uh I just got put in a real shit situation that I I've been griping about. Uh it, I, I don't know, do you do you want to hear about trucker bullshit or uh do you want to uh hear about how I am rationalizing uh, having a butler as mutual aid. Uh, I, don't, okay. I, I don't know. Two options. Either one of those is fine. Whichever uh, one you think is the funniest. Well, uh, I I uh, 
I don't know. The, the trucker stuff is just bullshit where, uh, I, uh, got held hostage by my company for the umpteenth time where they fucked up and told me I couldn't leave or go anywhere. And I had to yell at them for like a day and a half before they'd let me not be held hostage by them. And then when I was coming back home today, uh, I, I did see while I was peeing in a, a rest stop, a sign for a, uh, cop, uh, anti human trafficking organization, uh, asking, are you, or is anyone, you know, being held against their will without pay? Uh, are they being unpaid and unable to leave? And I was like, well, that's me a lot of times at, uh, <laughs> yeah. at my job currently. <laughs> should, I, should I call this it? I mean, but you can I, try. I don't know. Like, I, I, I kind of want to put you on my, my, my butler who uh, has a lot of shitty Amazon stories talk. And I'm the last call. But uh, I've been trying to make this guy call in for forever. He's a good buddy of mine and uh, also a map. So if, is, is it cool if I pass the phone him or? Yeah, sure. Let's hear it. All right. This is other Matt from Memphis. Hey, how's it going, man? Um, Great. How are you, no, Matt? I, I just didn't know if the guy's. I'm I'm pretty good. Uh, I just didn't know if you guys had any Amazon questions. I didn't know if anybody had called in regarding Amazon. They have in the past. Are you driving? Like, what what is your Amazon job? Uh, no. I actually uh, worked there as a seasonal employee last year for six months, uh, part time, and uh, essentially worked at a sort facility, and um. Everything you've ever heard, I can just confirm. Like, Did you pee in a, a bottle? Nightmare. Did you pee in a bottle? You know what? You know, I did not pee in a bottle. Now, what I did do is we have what's called five-hour sorts, and they're four to five hours, and they're so hellish, they figured out the time to make them, which is four to five hours, because if you go over that, you're going to get injured. And... Uh, about 30 minutes before the shift ends, if you go, and this is the thing I learned, you, you go to the toilet and to quote unquote, take a shit. No one's taking a shit. Everyone's pants are up and it it smells fantastic. It's just such a nightmare job. 30 minutes before the end of the shift, all the stalls are packed. Oh, so can you take a 30 minute shit there without any grief well i did work with one guy who had an ops manager stand outside of one of the the northern bathrooms which is the one of the ones i went to and and scolded him for being in the bathroom for 20 minutes and the guy's like are you fucking kidding me the next time it happened i would go right in that guy's area and just take a shit in my pants 
Just I've said this about when you get busted I, by I, the police. Like if you're sitting, if you're really fucking about that life and you want to really make it rough for the police, just shit your pants in the back of the car. They fucking, I mean, you'll be sitting in your own shit, but they will be too. And your shit smells is a little less smelly to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. We all like our own brand. <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. mind. <laughs> but it, it's, but that is such the nightmare hellscape is these ops managers don't get paid that much considerably more than, than the, the floor workers. And the dude was standing outside of the bathroom, timing his shit. Hey, you know, that's insanity. Somebody there must know that people are going in there for 30 minutes to get away from work. Yeah. And now they're going to start scoping out the bathrooms 30 minutes before. Because there's always kind of stuff like that at every kind of job you have where, like, everybody has a way to get around something. And then the fucking boss finds out and they start monitoring you so you don't do that anymore. And then you have to figure out a new thing. Like, we used to go sit back at the cable company, we would bring our trucks back because we didn't have to go into the building at the end of work. So we could just take our trucks there and park them. And we would just leave like two and three hours early from work. As soon as we were done with all of our stuff, then they made a rule that you have to sign out. So we would come in and sign out an hour and a half early. And they would be like, well, you can't do that. And we'd be like, well, that's our lunch and two breaks. So we're just leaving. And they're like, nope, you got to take your lunch and two breaks during the day. You're not allowed to let them all line up at the end and come come back in. So, like, it's always like a big whack-a-mole game with bosses, I think, that, that you get yourself involved in where you're like, I'm going to go shit at the end of my shift for 30 minutes. And then fucking they figure that out. And then you got to find another thing to do for 30 minutes to get out of work. Yeah, but the ultimate the ultimate irony here is is that the managers there essentially had no higher fire power anyway. So if you wanted to be an asshole, you totally could. But nice. I, I think a thing most people don't understand about an Amazon gig, especially like at a sort facility in Memphis, which is a distribution hub, one of the biggest in the nation is that when I was on shift and I'm a part-time worker, like dragging pallets around for my PR, like, and I'm using an athletic term for a fucking job, which is sad. My PR was 23 miles in 10 in a 10 hour day. That's pulling a pallet and a pallet jack. Okay. That's okay. I was just going to say that like, I mean, that's like a dream day for me, being able to walk 25 miles, but not dragging a pallet jack, but a dream day. Well, that's you, but I, dude, dragging a pallet, like, it was, it was a nightmare. My, my, once again, a PR for a five-hour sort was 14 miles. Just because, like, I'm one of those guys who just doesn't know how to half-ass a thing, which is an insult on me, but then I learned learn hanging out with other people that were... Yeah, that we're working like 40 hours a week that, hey, man, you're being a dick. <laughs> yeah, you got like, you to You're making us look bad working your 15. Yeah, slow the fuck down. But yeah, yeah man, yeah. anyways, night, absolute nightmare job. And by the way, uh, like most of half of the people there, e- even like the part-time people, 
like are wearing things called orange jackets, and that means you've worked less than twenty hours. Oh yeah, what? And every shift, every shift, half of the employee force had not worked twenty hours, which means that turnover was ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. That is fucking nuts. Weird. Well, Matt, thanks I for calling. I saw people limp out of there every day. Damn. Yeah, I, I believe that. Well, thanks for calling. We got to clock out now. Uh, we're already in overtime. But uh, feel free to call back. Oh, Tell right, Matt buddy. to have you sorry call to, back. Sorry to talk yeah. your ear off. No, no you're, you're great. Have a good night. You guys are the best. Appreciate it. You too, buddy. Ugh. Later. All right. Thanks for everyone that tuned in, everyone that commented, everyone out there that supports what we do over here at Street Fight Radio. Uh, you can find us on social media, Street Fight WCRS, or you can find us on twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. And if you want more of what we do, including um, some Formula One coverage I'll be doing with Kasai uh, coming up this week, uh, Reach Around Table, the jack reacher round table podcast uh is coming as well the video format is, at least uh it's over at patreon.com slash refi radio the free feed you'll be able to get the audio it's me and chris james doing a goofy podcast uh not shocktober we're not doing shock jock stuff on there it's reach arounds but not shock jock yes uh and uh we'll see you later peace